I like passive income. I like the idea of generating money, of earning cryptocurrency without doing anything, which is why I invest and support Elevate Group. What happens with Elevate Group? You own your own Bitcoin miner. They host it. They have an Escrow company, Etana Custody, that takes care of all the payments. So Elevate Group never handle it. They have a low cost structure, 5.5 cents per kilowatt hour. And you have your own personal mining dashboard so you can see exactly how much your mining rig is generating. And then through the Escrow agency, your payments are made once a month and you can see that they actually match what your mining rig was, was generating. There's nothing to pay apart from a one-off fee, um, which depends upon how many miners you get. The more miners you get, the cheaper the fee. And Elevate Group keep 20% and all you do, you, you keep 80% and you pay for the electricity. That's it. Now, currently, currently, at the beginning of October, you're getting about $50 to $60 worth of Bitcoin every month. $50 to $60 worth. But that's not very, very, that's not worth a lot, $50 to $60 worth. However, $50 to $60 worth at today's prices, how much of that Bitcoin, that little bit of Bitcoin, is going to be worth when Bitcoin does go back up? to 20,000, does goes up to 50,000, 100,000 in three, four, five years time. Now, this is only the case if you, like me, believe that Bitcoin is a really great long-term long play. So if you're interested, click on the affiliate link in the description below, go join the Telegram group, do all your due diligence, and do check it out and get yourself some passive income in Bitcoin. Everybody, this is Crypto Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. This video is being recorded on Monday, the 22nd of October, 2018. I'm with my good friend Amir Ness from Elevate Group. And what you have in front of you is the candlestick chart for the last three months for Electronium. Now, before uh, we go into this, I want to let you know this is not financial advice. Do your own due diligence and do not, do not, do not, do not invest any more than you can afford to lose. And just because I've bought Electronium doesn't mean you should. And if you do, you're Don't responsible. Don't blame me. That's right. You're responsible, right? If it crashes and burns, your lookout, all right? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Amir. How are you, Rich? I am extremely, extremely well. Thank you so much for making yourself available. And I know you interviewed Richard um, last week, yeah. or a few days, last week, and it's posted, and we'll talk a bit about that. We're going to talk about the Electronium price, but before we do that, uh, we're going to talk about Bitcoin, the mother of all crypto. And here we are on Bitfinex, on my trading view, and uh, I, am, I am learning. So, viewer, I am learning. Amir has a background in banking and trading. Mid, you very quickly, do you just want to say a little bit about yourself, you know, for people that are new? Yeah. Sure. My my main background was uh, when it started in the financial world world was financial advisory. And so which people think you're in the financial world when you're a financial advisor, but really what you're doing is raising money um, and kind of putting putting that money into various mutual funds and things like that and that got to be quite boring so um, I really loved markets and what led me to get into trading was um, I started I started as a prop trader for a prop trading firm in New York and that was where I spent um, many many of my years uh, 
and that's where I learned about charts, trading, reading the tape, as they call it, which is the order book of the buys and the sells. Mm-hmm. And um, it was easy to tra- transfer that knowledge into the Bitcoin world. Ah, very good. Now, very very quickly, in a nutshell, what is prop trading? Prop trading is when you are trading for a company who doesn't accept money from investors. So they have their own money mm-hmm. and they have their own traders. Oh. So you're you're basically trading the company's um, account, the company's money, and um, you do a profit sharing agreement with the company. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. And then one day, I think you know, we as we keep doing this because uh, you could in one session explain to me the order book. <laughs> I don't know how it works sure. out, right? Because okay, there's this many sell orders, sure. this many buy orders, but not right now. Let's get straight into this. Yeah. So there's Bitcoin uh, USD on Bitfinex. Bitfinex does have large volume. It did have that issue with uh, Tether a few weeks ago. Uh, no, last week I think it was when there was a big dump. Let me expand. All right. So what do you? So what's going to happen now, Amir? I'm counting on you to start a bull run during this video. <laughs> Make the Bitcoin price go well, up. <laughs> I've been kind of uh, vocal about uh, making a call that, that we've already experienced the low in Bitcoin and um, and that's it and we're, we're moving up. But I, I, in my article saying that, I, I also said that there was going to be a shit ton of volatility. Yes. Um, and and I, we haven't seen that start yet. Um, I think we will. Um, look, from a technical perspective, it's, it's really this is really a boring kind of technical chart um, at this stage because you you experience the highs. We already talked about that many times. Yeah. Um, we've been at you know somewhere between six thousand and you know well it popped up to like seventy seven hundred. That was the major that that candlestick right here, the green one. Yeah. Right with the tail. Yeah. And. Um, I was uh, when I did the show with uh, Mark on Global Coin Report. We were talking about that, and I, you know, Mark is a really, really true technical guy, um, and I like to kind of read into the charts and interpret them a little bit more and add my own um, flavor. Mm-hmm. And that could be good and it could be bad. So you know, that also deserves a a, dis- <laughs> a disclosure. But to me, um, what what I see developing is, you know, you have all these bottoms at the 6,000 mark, and it keeps bouncing off of 6,000, yeah. and it's telling you something. It's just telling you that we're not, we don't want to go lower. Um, and then in this most recent, you know, shoot up when we went, you know, from whatever, 6,200 to 7,700 and came back down, we again didn't go back to 6,200. So we, we're, you see that little cup that's forming right yeah, here I'm, with yes. the two red, the three red uh, candles. And then now it's three yes. green candles. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's like a cup that's forming. So it's going to, you know, go back up and then consolidate for a while. And then I believe start to make its run up. The thing about technicals and Bitcoin is because Bitcoin is a new currency, and I call it a currency because that's what I think it is, but people will call it an asset or a commodity. It doesn't matter for the purpose of this conversation, but because it's such a new asset and it has a lot of 
geopolitical, social, and financial ramifications. Yeah. The problem with the tech, the problem with technical analysis is that any little piece of news could affect it tremendously in either direction. So I, I, I don't even use technical analysis when I'm looking at Bitcoin. I just look at the price and kind of maybe I'll look at a longer term chart to get an idea of what people are thinking. Mm -hmm. But unless you're a day trader and you're really kind of trading this on a daily basis in and out, um, it's very difficult to glean any kind of, um, you know, any kind of like concrete um, analysis. And even when I said, that's it, the lows are in, we're going up, I didn't elaborate on that because you really don't know. I mean, I know it's, I, I believe 100% that the lows are in and that we're going up, but I have no idea what that's going to look like. It could shoot up, shoot back down, shoot up, shoot back down for a while before it makes a, you know, really con concentrated move up. Okay. Now, now, I mentioned last time we did this uh, that it was following the pattern it followed after the Mt. Gox crash, where it collapsed, yeah. bounced up and down for a bit, and then it kind of hollowed out, made this saucer that lasted for a couple of years. And it seems like it's doing that. We've got the first half of the saucer, the left side, and it could be moving up to make the right side. Uh, there's two questions I want to ask you. One is, and it's, I've, I've not got it shown here because I'm still on the free version of TradingView, which is the um, volume. Volume is really, really low, and I've heard other analysts, technical analysts, there's one, there's one channel I watch called The Moon. I do recommend his uh, channel. does great daily videos on TA, uh, which is uh, the volume is really low, and that's bullish. I, I don't understand why that is bullish. Well, what he's, what he's saying by the volume is low and it's bullish, it means that the, the trend that was bringing price down is now exhausting it's it's tapering out okay. so you you don't have uh the conviction on the downside anymore which is true you can say that um but then you can just as easily say yeah we have very little volume and the trend to the downside is low i mean is um is exhausted and then the the bulls you know can come in and say yeah but even though we believe it's going up we need volume to confirm the move up and again the problem is technical pure technical analysis is not so good with bitcoin because you know i can look at this and say yeah we're moving up but you know i have no way of saying you know what that up move is going to look like right and nobody does you know anybody who comes out and says you know they do they don't um but it is bullish that the that the volume got you know kind of very thin um at this at this juncture and you know i'd look i i would look here's what i would look at as a kind of very good sign for bitcoin mm -hmm. we get some sort of positive news geopolitical or financial um you know let's say the etf is approved volume comes in and then we we start a real move up and you know an etn is going to be short-term bullish um but it's not really going to have you mean etf you know, not much, ETF. Um, not an effect. 
ETF. Excuse e- me. There is an ETN too. You can. <laughs> oh uh, yes. Exchange exchange traded note and an exchange traded fund. So you have that. I know you were thinking I was I was referring to electronium. electronium <laughs> <but I wasn't. laughs> that's right. That's so right. so look in, in terms of just to wrap it up on on Bitcoin chart. You know I, my call is we're moving up. Um, but that's it. I, I'm not going to elaborate on what it's going to look like because okay. nobody knows. Well, before we go on, there is one other question I wanted to ask you, which which I think you should know because uh, you run a Bitcoin mining farm, ElevateGroup.io, right, which is to do with the hash rate. Now, the hash rate, I understand, is the difficulty, that the amount of computing yeah. power that it takes to generate new Bitcoins. And I don't have the chart in front of me, but it's on blockchain.info where it's just getting harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. And apparently, that is also bullish. Why is that bullish? An increasing well, hash rate. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something. I'm actually going to share a chart with you. I've got BitcoinWisdom.com. Bitcoin difficulty. Uh, Bitcoin hash rate versus difficulty for the last two months. Now, talk. Yeah. What is this chart? So, so. Let's first look at just a, a simple fact that has been very tough on miners in the last couple months, which is you had lower Bitcoin prices, so price was coming down, and you had increase in difficulty. So those two things are both you know, on their own, not good for miners. A right. miner wants to see higher Bitcoin prices, and a miner... A miner benefits from lower difficulty, but the, there's a flip side to that, and the flip side is to ask yourself why is difficulty going up when price is going down? Yeah. And I've always said that miners are the ones who control Bitcoin more than anybody else. Now you have Wall Street getting in the game, so that you got to kind of factor that in. But mm-hmm. the bottom line is miners control most of the Bitcoin, um, and they somewhat can um, can influence price or more than somewhat I think actually in fact the reason why I think price has been bouncing off that 6,000 mark a lot is because the miners step into the market and buy up at 6,000 because they want to make a certain amount of profit and 6,000 is that level where they don't want it to go below now what's happening right here is you, you see a tapering off of the difficulty now here. And there's a yeah. good chance difficulty might even drop a little bit more. Yeah. The, the benefit for miners is going to be that they're going to be more profitable now, um, even without an increase in the Bitcoin price. Because if, my, if difficulty goes down, they'll, they'll benefit from that. The, the, the kind of question is, so why is this happening? And the answer that I would give is we have a lot of the higher cost mining operations getting pushed out of the market basically um, miners in Europe for example that are you know that are dealing with nine or ten cents per kilowatt hour uh, power mm-hmm. those guys are are getting pushed out of the market um, so it, it's kind of survival of the fittest for miners now that's what's what's going on you're getting the, the miners that are largest have have the um, access to cheapest power those are the ones that are going to benefit from this and they are the ones that have the holding power to stay in the game and stay in the business um so now let's say 
you, you, let's say we, we kind of taper off on difficulty or maybe even go down a little bit. Okay, so all those miners, that's because all those miners that were in the game back in May and June and they were able to be profitable, now with the difficulty where it's at, it's, it's starting to get a, a very skimpy game for them. Mm-hmm. And um, because of their high power cost and cost of real estate and cost to operate, it's not making sense for them. What that does is may leave more margin, more money for the miners that can mine. And we're lucky in that sense that we're the kind of miner that can mine. I mean, we're in Siberia. We have almost no cooling costs. Our power cost is, you know, 5.5 cents per kilowatt hour USD, which is like almost 4 cents um, per kilowatt hour euro. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like half of what it is across Europe. Um, and that gives us a big advantage. It's tough for some of our clients because, you know, they want to see higher margins um, and more profit. But I tell them, look, you're you're lucky that you're profitable right now when you've got, you know, people like Genesis Mining canceling contracts. Um, so as long as you're as long as you're in the game and as long as you're holding on to your Bitcoin, this is not investment advice. But um and I'm not an investment advisor, but you know, you hold your you hold your Bitcoin, and what you've essentially done is given yourself um, the ability to leverage the increase in price, which means your your return could be two or three percent this month. But if you've held your Bitcoin, then in two months from now, it, that same return could have gone to six or seven percent, yeah. and that's very good for the month. Yeah, very good, very good. Okay. So, so then this is why it's so, so. Let me. So it's bullish because as the difficulty goes up, uh, the value, the, the amount of energy that it takes. Oh, I can get it right. So gold mining difficulty. Yeah. So exactly gold mining that. difficulty originally might have been you know you just need to dig a meet a meter into the ground. It doesn't cost so much to produce the gold, right? But now you've got right. mines in South Africa that are two miles deep. Right? Exactly. The difficulty exactly. has gone up. So the Costs. Ah, at last I get it. Okay, very good, very good. And I and I was just saying the other thing uh, that we mentioned during the during the break while we were getting this chart up is uh, you've had a new batch of miners arrive at Elevate Group. Yep. You charge five and a half cents per kilowatt hour, which is probably one of the lowest in the world, and it being Siberia, yep. uh, because uh, we're looking at me coming to the farm in Siberia in the winter. You can see how cold it is. Right? <laughs> the heating costs are lower. But then what happens is that um, if somebody were to were to go to purchase a miner, they purchase it now and they would be lined up for the November batch. Uh, right. So, if I mean, we're almost done with October. So, uh you, you'd have, it's about a four-week wait from when you order your miner to when it's online and, uh, and operating. And I'll be the first one to admit that we've got, you know, we've got our own growing pain. So sometimes four weeks turns into six weeks. Um, but that's about it. I mean, it doesn't get worse than that. Uh, and, and we're growing because a lot of people are finding out about us, um, through, you know, we had somebody come over to us who is a blogger and saw, found our link um, from somewhere where we were posting on the web. And he turned out to be a Genesis mining guy. And 
and a blogger. So when he found out about us, he started writing. Um, and I'll probably post something about him. His name is Carl. Uh, and he loves it because what are we doing? We're essentially allowing him to be a commercial miner and, um, and use our facilities and use our power. And we take our management fee and he's profitable and it works out great. Yep, very good, very good. And instead of charging what, what two hundred and eighty dollars per tera hash like Genesis Mining, you charge about ninety dollars. Seventy bucks or so per, per tera hash. Which is look, I mean, I, I, I don't like to talk bad about other. Yeah, I don't like to talk bad about other companies, but it's just ridiculous what Genesis Mining is charging. Yes. All right. Moving on. On to Electronium. On to Electronium. There are people here who are only for Electronium. Now, I've thought about doing a video called Nobody, There Are No Electronium Holders. There are no Electronium Holders. That's the title of it. There are only Electronium Fans, which is what any company wants. Right? Yeah. The company wants fans. Here we are. Electronium on Qcoin, um, the Qcoin chart. <clears throat> I wasn't able to log into my Qcoin account, so um, couldn't bring up any indicators. So this is what we got. I can't even tell what the price is. Here we go. Uh, 301. Right now it's at 295 Satoshi. So this this is a cup. And this is the first half of the handle. And it should have gone back up. It should have gone up. That would have been a yeah. cup and handle. So uh, Electronium yeah. doesn't know how to do technical analysis. But you do. So do you want to tell us what's happening? And then also you can tell us about the interview with Richard as well. I'd like to ask you questions about that. Sure. So, I mean, look, this is a massive run-up, you know, it's like over 200% run-up. So um, I know there, there was some news around this, and I know that there's a lot of kind of things in the pipeline with, with Electronium, but you have this run-up. Um, what's very bullish is you have a massive spike, and then you have, um, you see, with this tail up, here the first tail you have a retrace yeah yep. you have a retrace and then you have another spike and this time the spike actually surpassed the prior spike that's actually very very bullish and then you have the cup forming so yep. here's the cup um and then you failed you failed and, and made it lower um well, so I mean, I mean, let me just stop you here it's actually not a true cup because it's not this a uh, true cup it would have gone up to the same as as the previous high, right? Yeah, no, you. It's still a true cup. It's okay. just failed. It just failed. That's oh, you all. have you a cup you here. A, a you have you have a cup here. Sorry for interrupting you. It goes down yeah. and then it goes up, and that's the cup. Yeah, so that's the cup. Is the bigger cup, right? right. The the yeah, okay, exactly. Right. Yeah. And then it fails. So and then it's consolidating. So and then it fails. And then it's now it's consolidating at this level, the the. 297 level now i mean look it's kind of like what i was saying on bitcoin if richard comes out with a positive announcement tomorrow this the technical analysis doesn't mean anything it's going to shoot up again um but if you were just looking at this purely on technicals yeah. you would say you would say that it, it had its run up it's now going to retrace and it's going to find you know probably a higher low but it could hold here because you have these three, you know, points right here um, in the back 
a little further back. Yeah, these three points. No, no, no. Yeah, those three mm-hmm. where it spiked down and came back up. So that would be an area of support. Or it could fail that and then come back up. All in all, um, it is bullish because this technical action is being supported by real news that's coming out. And I'll tell you a little bit about what I got out of the conversation with Richard. Yeah, please. Um, And what was it like interviewing him? Yeah, he's always a good person to interview. It was, I think, the second or third time that I spoke to him. First time I just interviewed him. But the last couple conversations I had with him were very easy flowing. He knows what he's doing. He knows knows both, you know, the financial kind of side of the business and the, the marketing side. He's, you know, what they're going after is user base, adoption, which is very smart because any currency needs that. And what stood out to me is he's going from 1 million users, which is what they have right now, to 20 million users in the next 12 months. That's what he's targeting. That's what he wants. So (laughs) you figure 20 times growth in your user base is going to have a positive effect on your currency. And that growth is not going to happen just because people are going to buy Electronium. It's going to happen because he's going to be announcing, I believe, he's going to be announcing partnerships with other companies that are going to integrate Electronium um, into uh, the ecosystem. Mm. So that's, that's a big deal. That's a very, very big deal. So I do see... Um, Electronium as, you know, a type of currency that um, that has one, aside from other good things going for it, one very good thing going for it, which is it has really good marketing, which means good adoption potential. Yes. Um, if, he, if they deliver on the fundamental ecosystem that he's trying to create, which delivers value to holders, then he's he's got both, and that's very very powerful. Yes, no that 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 is in, that is incredible, uh, and I think and given his background in marketing, for those that are new to Electronium, because during the ICO I I went into this in depth. He's already run, he's got two successful marketing companies that are up and going right now. One of them, uh, Retortal does the marketing, the social media marketing for direct selling companies like Herbalife and Avon. So the, the man is steeped in social media marketing. And I did get it when I listened to the interview. And I'll link to it in the description below. It was from Globe, Global Coin Report. And I do recommend people listen to it. And uh, it was very refreshing. I always get worked up and excited whenever I interview him. I'm always more excited than I was before. Yeah, he knows <laughs> very what he's energizing. doing. energizing. He knows what he's doing, and he's got a real, real good background in digital marketing. Yeah, um, and he knows the you know kind of telecom industry. Um, you know, and and I talked to him about uh, about accepting Electronium at Elevate Group with um, for my for purchases of miners. Uh, at this stage of the game, like for for ICOs that have something that have a technology. Um, one of your biggest things outside of delivering on the actual technology is building your user base and your adoption. Yeah. So, you know, it, it pretty much, it pretty much boils down to if he can deliver on his growth rate of adoption 
and he can bring in the uh, partners, the joint venture partners, I think they've got a, a good road ahead of them. Yeah, no, just on the growth rate, so they had 40,000, over 40,000 um, people participate in the ICO, the most successful ICO by numbers of participants. A year later, just in your figure, 1 million people using the wallet who've downloaded the app, although there's 2.5 million registered users on the website, just the 1 million figure is 25 times increase from 40,000. That's what I was working out on my calculator. Yeah. So from 1 million to 20 million is a slower increase of 20 million, of 20 times. Yeah, but that's, that's you know, you, you can't expect growth rates of, you know, uh, your startup phase to continue after you're, you know, more mature. Sure, but except, Amir, I would assert they're still in the startup phase. And because of the power of the viral marketing, you know, I give you my Android app code, you download the Android app for electronic sure. mining, you use my code, you get a discount, you now have a code, you can pass on to other people. So it's all designed sure. to share. And it was very smart what he said about marketing. I like the questions you asked him because it's not the stuff that I would ask him. It's very good. Now, I want to go to the instant payment. One thing about that, just yeah. one thing about that real quick. It's a different user base that's coming on now. The user base that came on in the beginning was was coming from, let's say, their ICO marketing. Yeah. They wanted to invest and make money. Um, probably there's some airdrop numbers in there that don't, you know, don't really count. Now the user base that he's referring to is coming from, oh, we have a partnership with XYZ company, and you'll be able to use um, the ETN coin to pay your phone bill, right? right? That kind of a user is a much more valuable user than the earlier kind. Okay, because they're actually using the product. Right, exactly. And they're going to keep using the product and getting benefit from the product. Right. Very good. Right. All right, good point. Thank you. And then the other thing I was going to say about the instant payment. So this must have been an offline conversation about Electronium being accepted as a payment yeah. system on elevategroup.io. Yeah, and it was it was a brief conversation, but we, you know, I brought it up, and I think Richard was receptive and and liked the idea, because of course it it increases their ecosystem, and now you know if you can buy miners with Electronium, that's just one more thing you can do with your Electronium money. Um, so it's definitely something you know to look at. The volatility scares me a little because you know if we sell a miner in Electronium and Electronium drops ten percent the next day, uh, we just lost ten percent. But you know, on the other hand, we're we're opening ourselves up to all the Electronium users, and that's you know a positive thing. So it's something to look at. It's definitely something I think we'll end up doing. It's just about how to put it together the right way. Right, right. Okay, very good. Very good. All right, well, so it's not definite. And if people want to know about Electronium, they can go to electroniumgroup.io or they can use my affiliate code, electroniumgroup.io slash crypto rich, and that will be in the description below. And I'll have a link to the video with uh, you and Richard on the Global Coin Report. I recommend people sign up for that and subscribe to that channel as well because they do really great trading analysis. Uh, and... Uh, I think that's it. Any last words, Amir? Um, no, I think we covered uh, all of it. It was nice to see the mining difficulty go down. Um, I think we'll see some better profits ahead for miners, and uh, that's a good thing. 
Yes, fingers crossed. I finally got my two mine. I've got two miners. I've got two yeah. miners. So um, and I'll yeah. be in the October batch. So I'll start showing how that's going from November. All right, then, Amir. Listen, thank you All so right, much. Man. For everybody who's watching, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. If you have any comments or questions about Electronium or Bitcoin or mining difficulty, would you like to see... This is a silly question. Would you like to see Electronium accepted as a means of payment by Elevate Group? Please let us know in, in the comments below. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. I am going to be having Richard on at some point. Again, watch out, watch out. And between now and when I see you next, uh, keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Amir signing out. All the best. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys.